0: What's up, BC family? It's your host, Don Shea Bates, and I am back with another podcast episode on today. It's Monday, so you know what time it is. That's right, BC family. It's time for Meta Monday. So come on in the room and let's jump right in. Good morning, BC. Yes, it is Monday. We are back here with another podcast. Yes, so today we are going to be in part three of Facing Your Fruits, okay? And this one's specifically titled By Any means okay and for those of you who have been following us in this series of facing your fruits um our last episode we were in the book of matthew chapter 4 verse 19 and uh we were learning about when jesus told them the fishermen to follow him so that he can teach them how to bring in people instead of fish glory be to god okay and um specifically more so we were focused on ourselves as the fishers working on remembering who we've come to be, facing those fruits, realizing we are no longer the same person of the past and and our calling and our purposes and our walks in life and our new jobs and each and everything that we are walking into currently is gonna require us to walk in the fullness of who we are now in Christ Jesus, okay? Because we know that we are new creations, okay? Glory be to God. Um, Before we jump in, I wanna pray. Y'all know I am big on prayer here. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for your presence here. We thank you for your love, Father God. We thank you for choosing us to go forth and do greater works than your son, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for these new fruits. We thank you that we are a new creation in you. And we know that as we call on you and ask for strength, Father God, that it is you who is going to push us through to the other side of these things so that we can obtain the victory. Glory be to God. And as we go in today, Father God, I ask that Ida Shea Bates would decrease and that you would increase on today, Father God. As we go to face our fruits, Father God, we pray that you would help us by any means obtain the knowledge and the wisdom and the courage to go forth and do what it is that you have called us to do. In Jesus' name that we pray, we say glory, hallelujah, and amen. Okay, BC family, so we are going to be in 2 Timothy, and I just have one verse for you all. I'm going to tell you a little story, and I'm going to give you encouragement, and we're going to get out of here, okay? So, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it reads, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Glory be to God. Okay, so I'm going to be... Uh, well, first, I want to tell you a story, okay? So, I was watching this movie called The Color Purple, and I'm sure a lot of people, it's a very common movie. Um, for those of you who have not watched the movie, I want to specifically focus on um, two characters, which was, the actual character is Oprah, okay? And she played Silly, and she had a husband named um, Harpo, Okay? And she was very dominant, very confident, very bold in who she was. She knew who she was. She walked in her authority, okay? And uh, Harpo, the people around him began to get in his ear about how his relationship was going and what it looked like from the outside uh, because of his wife being a superior role, okay? So, no, just to let you know, this movie took place years years back okay like literally around slavery time okay so in that time you know it was frowned upon for the women to be confident and um you know dominant you know it was always looked at as the man should be the head women should listen women should be quiet all of these different things but in this specific movie oprah was very bold okay and I remember this one specific scene which is a very common scene and um, you know it was always funny to me I don't know why until I really began to watch the movie and study the movie and the Lord began to speak to me through the movie okay and I know y'all wondering like how is this relating to what we uh, talking about as far as facing our fruits by any means I want to quote to you this specific scene that Oprah uh, recited glory be to God okay And she said, all my life I had to fight. She said, I love Hoppo. I swear I do. But I kill him dead before I let him beat me. Okay, they might as well sign me up for the movie next time. Okay, but anyway. Yes, so when she said that, I'm like, you know, I don't know. I just thought when I was younger, it resonated with me. But I really didn't understand what it resonated with. So I thought it was funny. But as I went back and watched the movie, as my older self, the Lord began to give me revelation and he helped me to understand what that means in regards to facing our fruits by any means. Okay? So Oprah knew who she was. She knew that she didn't deserve to be beat on and treated in the manner uh, that she was by her husband and the fact that he only did those things because of the people around him. Okay? He knew better. He had never treated her like that before. Okay? And for Oprah to stand up in her power, okay? She confessed her love for her husband, okay? And, and she let it be known that she would take him out before she would let him beat on her, okay? And that is the point that we are in, BC family, currently, okay? These people around you, your friends, your family, all of the people connected to you, they know that you love them, okay? They see your confidence. They know the treatment that you are worthy of. Glory be to God. Okay, BC family? So so when you're being disrespected and treated in manners that you shouldn't be treated in, okay? When people try to come up against you, when, when people are um, operating in narcissism, narcissism, and control, and all of these many things, okay? Because these are things that are really happening in the world. I've experienced it amongst my friends, even in my family, okay? And these are spirits that we wrestle against. But I want you to understand and be able to recognize the spirits boldly confessed, life by the spirit. I want you to begin to recognize these things that you are coming up against so that you can pray against them before having to even end up in this situation. Glory be to God. Okay? and the revelation behind it was it's it's simply and plain by any means if that means that people are no longer going to be able to have access to you by way of telephone hanging out if you're usually kicking it with your friends every Thursday and they get comfortable with you and it's you know and, and they and they're beating up on you and I'm not talking physically okay I'm talking mentally because it happens there first Abuse always happens in the mind first. An abuser breaks your mind down. And then they begin to put their hands on you physically, okay? And you got to be willing to grab that thing at the neck, okay? You got to be willing and know and have the knowledge to know where to draw the line. You got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. We were just talking about this in a couple podcast episodes ago, okay? There's no way that you can be effective if you're still allowing your friends to talk to you and deal with you any old kind of way. And emphasis on the old. Any old kind of way. You are a new creation. You no longer settle for the treatments that you used to settle for. You no longer sit up on the phone and talking. and We used to call it cake. (laughs) You don't cake for hours and hours on end. And the brother don't have a plan for you. Where are we going with this? Brothers, if the sister keep having you take her out on dates, and she still haven't told you what her intentions are, what she's looking for, you got to know where to draw the line. You don't allow somebody to abuse you, abuse your love that you show for them. Okay, BC family, this is a part of facing your fruits, knowing who you are, walking upright. Last episode, yes, we talked about you protecting the little girl on the inside. Fellas, we talked about you protecting the uh, the young man on the inside. It does require speaking up, but just like Oprah, when it came to her own husband, she said, I'd kill him dead before I let him beat me. You gotta be willing to cut the relationship off if that's what it comes down to. Okay, because you got to know, in the end, you're protecting them. Okay, and everything, it's so important to know that everything is not about cutting somebody off. When I say cut off, I mean, I want to get detailed. Let's go deeper. It's easy to cut a relationship off, but let's go deeper. How about speaking up and cutting off the disrespect specifically? You know, when you talk to me like this, I feel like that. And I really don't appreciate your disrespect. Okay? And for you, that's mental warning number one. And so on and so forth. But you got to stand on your boundaries, okay? And that could also look like in this season, BC family. You know, not letting family members conversate their way back into your life without true repentance. You're condoning pride. When in fact the God that we serve does not. He said to humble yourself. Okay? You are worthy of an apology. I don't know who that's for, but you are worthy of an apology. Friend or not, family or not, wife or not, husband or not. Okay? You are worthy of an apology. We don't no longer. We are no longer moving and operating in ways that we used to, okay, BC family. and it is important for you to call those things out. okay? Because if not, you're enabling people. And if we're called to be, since we are, called to be fishers of people. You could be training someone in the way that they should go improperly. Okay? So do not condone pride. Okay? You have to recognize also, BC family, when to step back and pray for people. Okay? When they're fighting against your help. You can't help everybody if they're not willing to receive the help, okay? You don't fault enough, okay? You don't try to show people another way. And in return, you know, you're faced with the runner spirit. And I could talk about this because I was one for over 10 years, BC Family. I ran for over 10 years, the most stagnant years of my life. But I thank God because they made me. But it was always some type of excuse, like, I can't make it, I got to do this, you know, you know, this, that, and the third. Uh, People talking to me about necessary conversations, you know, necessary conversations coming up in a room that needed to be had, and it's, oh, let me call you back. I can remember I used to tell people to call me so I could hurry up and get off the phone. I mean, literally, just pitiful, okay? I remember I used to... Ask people for a place to stay, you know, but they can keep the boundaries. I wanted no rules. I wanted help in the way that I wanted help. Oh, give me your love, you know, just enough to get me through today. But but don't come talking my ear off with direction. All of these excuses and ways out and, and, and wanting to be in control of my healing and my walking, uh, you know, just walking by sight and not having faith. I was just like the man by the pool of Bethesda. My God. He sat by that pool waiting to be healed for 38 years, BC family. Okay? 38 years, BC family. The Bible said that his excuse was he didn't have anyone to put him in the pool, but check this out. This is the part of the first, uh, the text that everybody I feel leaves out, the most important part. Okay. Yes, he had an excuse, and yes, he said he didn't have anyone to put him in a pool, but take a look at this. I want to change the trajectory. When the water was stirred up, KBC family, the brother was waiting on that moment. He was waiting on a moment that he saw everybody else having. Okay. And sometimes it doesn't work like that. i want to back up and I want to read you all the text, okay? We're in the book of, uh, chapter of John, excuse me, chapter 5, okay? Actually, yeah, John chapter 5. And I'm going to read it to you because I feel like it's really important in order for you all to follow. Okay? It says, beside the pool was a man who had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw the man and realized that he had been crippled for a long time, he asked him, do you want to be healed? The man answered, Lord, I don't have anyone to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. I tried to get in, but someone else always gets, it gets there first. Now let's pause right here. There is nothing new under the sun. Okay, people? People today want help, but they want to talk about What went on in the past, you know, they want to talk about how they saw other people be healed and they have their views and outlooks on how things should go when it's time for you to uh, give help. When it's when it's time for them to be delivered and set free. okay? He failed to realize the very person that God has sent to heal him. Which was Jesus. Was there. To heal him. My God, I pray that y'all are following me, okay? I shouldn't have to be sweating, throwing swinging towels around for somebody to fill me on today. This man was blinded, my God, by the chains of religiosity, okay? Which ended up birthing all of these excuses in him. Oh, I didn't have anybody to put me in in the pool when the water was stirred up. And in that time, stirred up was, it just simply means it was a time that usually is when the healing took place. Okay? So he was waiting on this moment. And every time that that time came that the healing was supposed to take place, his excuse was, but someone else always gets there first. Okay? And and, and to me, to even go deeper into the text, Jesus never even asked them any of that. He didn't ask them any of that. The text said that the Lord came to him and said, do you want to be healed? Okay. Do you want to be healed? This is important to be asking BC family to the people that are around us that are connected. Some people are fine where they're at. Some people are content. And then you get some people just like this man. Blinded by religiosity, stuck in, in the religious ways of how they think things should go. They don't want your help in a way that, that you're trying to give it. They're, they're, they're so blinded by the opportunity that they've been praying for. And I pray this is not someone here at the Boldly Confess Show. Okay? facing your fruits in this season by any means is going to require you to stop looking for a specific way of healing. Stop looking for a specific way of prosperity, how you think that business is going to take off. Well I see my brother do it this way. So I know it's going to work. And you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting on that opportunity and, and the Lord don't send boats by and people on power scooters and lawyers and doctors don't came by and you like, oh just waiting on the just waiting for the Sabbath to pass. Just waiting on the water to be stirred up no when the healing is available when the blessing is there when the breakthrough is there when you're going to fish for people and you're trying to give them what it is that the Lord has placed on your heart to give to them whether it be spiritual monetarily whatever encouragement and they're not receiving you, BC family you gotta call on the Lord Lord Now, I'm doing what you told me to do. These people abusing me. And before I let them knock me back down to where I was, I will kill this situation dead. Okay? And this, I just want to express the importance, BC family. This is why it is important that we are facing our fruits. Okay? Displaying and walking in the new improved versions of ourselves. So when people come looking for the proof of healing, You can say that I am the proof. I'm the proof that the blood still works. I'm the proof that the encouragement and the things that I am feeding to you by way of the Holy Spirit, glory to God. I've done these things myself. I've applied them to my life and they work. Okay. And it's so sad, BC family, because unfortunately we live in a world where people have to see it, to believe it. You know, that see it to believe in mindset. Okay? This is why it is important to face your fruits. Walk upright in who the Lord has called you to be. You have been made new. Stand on them boundaries. People might not like the boundaries that you're applying. They may not understand them. But they're going to respect them. Okay? They're going to know like, wow. I need to tighten up my boundaries. Like brother so-and-so, like sister so-and-so. Because I know they, they th- their boundaries weren't always like that. And for them to tighten up like that, that must be something. And a part of the journey that got them to the other side. Well, they're not doing this anymore. They're not hanging with these people anymore. I, I look up to them, you know. Something about them's different. And I can't quite put my finger on it. But I, I see the change. And if I just make those little critiques then maybe. Just maybe I can make it to the other side. Okay, BC family, do not be afraid to walk in the fullness of who you are called to be. Okay, BC family. Be you, okay? Be you and everything around you will begin to adjust or move or leave or whatever it is, okay? And God showed me for some of you. and This is just a, a, a vision that the Lord had given me. Okay. God showed me for some of you. It's like you're just about to take the stage. Okay. and your heart, or your abuser, you know, whatever you want to call it. grabs your arm right before you walk into destiny, trying to place fear into you. Okay. I seen it like, it was like, well, if I speak up, then I may not get the role. If I speak up, you know, you know, then maybe maybe they they really won't like me for who I've worked so hard to be. You know, I make it I make it cut off. They may leave my life. I may not get the job. My family may not invite me to the next event. You know, because I spoke up. Okay. If I let my light shine, some people may, may not receive me because of how bright it is. Okay. I'm here to tell you, BC family, you got to shake that mindset, okay? And it's so important. I'm not yelling at you. I'm really stressing the importance of this because I just felt the Lord just pressing on me as he was feeding this word to me. Okay, BC family, walk in the fullness of who you are and who you are called to be. Someone, you know, some people will come and some people will go but that's all a part of fishing okay who you are called to reach it is their attention that you are going to grab. okay only if you're facing your fruits okay BC family okay So I love you so much. And I do want to finish off the text that we were reading as far as the um, man at the pool. Okay. Uh, Let's back up. It says, Jesus. um, Let's back up a little more. It says, I tried to get in, but someone else always gets there first. Verse 8. Jesus told him, pick up your mat and walk. Right then, the man was healed. He picked up his mat and started walking around. My God. So you see how important it is for those of you who may have been waiting on healing, who may have been looking for healing in a certain way, who may have been looking for deliverance, uh, a bill to be paid, uh, looking for a way to reconnect with your family, whatever that thing is, whatever it is for you, you see how important it is to not be blinded by religious points of views, how things We're always done. When the Lord sends you the very thing that you've been praying for, that friend, that whoever, that companion, that counselor, that therapist, that life coach, this podcast. Some of you, God sent me directly to you. Some of you sitting on here today. We got people in China. We got people all over the world, Malaysia. Some of you, the Lord has sent me to you. You don't even know how you ended up on the podcast. You just stumbled across. You were clicking on a few pictures. You was on TikTok and you ended up on the podcast. I'm here to tell you that the Lord sent me to you. Okay? And it may not look like what you thought. You may have wanted to receive healing through the people that hurt you. You may have wanted to receive breakthrough through your pastor in the church house. But I'm telling you, and I'm asking you, that I plead with you for the sake of the people coming behind you. That you take this go and take it up and out of your situation. The man that was laying by the pool for 38 years was waiting on a specific moment, a specific destiny helper, whatever it was. And the thing about it, let's back up a little more. When the text was laying out the visual, it said that this place had five porches and it was people, many sick people, blind, lame, crippled people. They were just laying close to the pool. And that's how it is in real life. You get people of like kind, like sicknesses, all the smokers hang together, all the drinkers hang together. I can talk about it because I know I was them. I'm not shaming anybody. I don't don't care about what you're doing right now. You know why? Because I know a healer. I know a deliverer. I know the person that you could go to see in the Word. But he's not a man that he should lie. Okay? He's a spirit. And I know that when you call on that Holy Spirit, when you call on Father God in prayer, asking or healing your breakthrough and deliverance he will send a ram in a bush okay they will send something to pull you out but it's up to you to grab the rope it's up to the people around you that you are trying to help to grab the rope and if the people around you are not realizing and and, and that you are the help that was sent to them and they choose to disrespect you they choose to beat you up mentally spiritually emotionally to the point where it's causing you pain just like oprah winfrey said in the color purple you gotta love them. i love hapu i swear i do but i kill them dead before i let them beat me okay that can look like i'll kill that religious mindset dead before i let it keep me From where I'm supposed to go. And it's so sad. Because these people were mad. People hated Jesus. He was healing people on a Sabbath. Oh you should never let them tell it. In that moment. When Jesus told him. Pick up your mat and walk. The Bible said right then. The man was healed. He started walking around. 38 years. And all it took was that revelation, that interaction. All it took was one encounter. All it took was one podcast. All it took, BC Family, was for them to have one conversation with you and break through into the room. You got to know who you are. Walk in who you are. If this is all the things that Jesus was doing, the word said that we would do greater works than his son Jesus, my God. The table has been prepared. It's go time, BC family. Okay? You can't worry about the fish that aren't ready. You can't worry about the fish that want to be running, swimming away. People running from you. You're trying to teach them the things that the Lord is telling you. The Bible says, my God, if these people are not receiving you to shake the dust off your feet, Okay, if they don't want to receive the healing, fine. But they still are required to respect you. Okay, you can't cut everybody off. Some people you're connected to for life just because they're blood. Okay, BC family? But know where to draw the line, Okay. For the people's attention that you were supposed to grab, you will have it, okay? Face your fruit species, family. And I know I said this wasn't going to be long, but the Lord, he rules this channel. This is his podcast, okay? I am just the host. That's why I always say this is your host, Don Shea Bates, okay? 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 I'm not sitting up here trying to preach to y'all something I haven't done. These things... applicable okay you can apply these things to your life and they shall and they will cause you to be fruitful and where's the multiply part the multiply part comes in you walking upright you facing the fruits you pushing through doing the things that you're scared of I read a quote earlier this week and it said do at least one thing a day that scares you okay And if I can encourage you and leave you with anything, just at least, if you didn't get anything else I said today, I pray that you would apply that to your life. Just begin to do one thing spiritually that scares you. You know, facing your fruits that scare you. If it's speaking up, if it's saying no. If you don't say no but one time a day, do it. Okay? Your future depends on it. The children coming up under you, they're depending on this. They have nothing to look up to around here when they're turning on these TVs and things. You gotta be the visual, okay? For some people, you are the only representation of Christ that they will ever see, okay? KBC family, so I love you all so much. Okay, and I just want to cover you all in prayer before we leave. Lord God, we just thank you for such a breakthrough. We thank you for showing us the situations from a different perspective, Father God, through the eyes of Christ Jesus, Father God. We thank you for this manual here, Father God, this holy book of truth, of light, of life, in Jesus' name. We thank you for the word. It is a lamp unto our feet, Father God. Continue to guide us, showing us the way, Father God, and when we get sluggish, tie a rope around us and pull us to the other side, my God. Lord, we just thank you for today. And we want to do the greater works than your son Jesus, Father God. And I just pray over each and every one of us here on the podcast today. I pray that it has blessed them. I pray that it gives them the tools that they need, Needed for their next part of the journey, Father God. And I just pray that every time that they walk in a room, that they remember to face their fruits. I pray that every encounter that they have with a person that is disrespecting them, that they remember to face their fruits. Jesus, name. we love you, Father God. We live this life because we want to see everyone in your image, Father. We want to see everybody make it over to the other side. We want to see everybody go to heaven. And we just ask, Father God, that you use us as a tool to be able to do and get the things done and the work done that is required, my God, to bring forth healing in Jesus' name. I declare and decree breakthrough in the name of Jesus. I pray that this word reaches the four ends of the earth, Father God, and back again. I pray that it brings the people to the ministry that needs to be here in Jesus' name. I pray that the listeners will share amongst the people that you have called them to share it to, without fear of what the people will think in Jesus' name. I bind to rebuke the spirit of fear and anxiety and anxiousness up and off the children of God in this time, my God. Let them be bold and courageous. Let them be strong and mighty in Christ Jesus, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that all things are new. We thank you, Father God, for a restored and renewed mind in you, Lord God. Jesus, my God. We appreciate you. We honor you and we respect you, Father God, for all that you do, Lord. And we just ask that you continue to cover us. In the blood of your Son, Jesus, protecting us from all hurts, harms, and or dangers. We bind to re- any retaliation uh, spirits that would try to come up against us after we have received this cleansing, this breakthrough, Father God, by way of Jesus Christ, by way of your Holy Spirit, by way of your love, Lord. In Jesus' name that we pray, we say glory, hallelujah, and amen. I love you all, BC family, so very much. I know that I said this was going to be a quick man of Monday, but like I said, I just work here, (laughs) okay? I am just a shepherd of Christ, okay? I am just here to give the word okay and i pray that it has blessed you all so much okay until next time pc family enjoy your week stay encouraged and know that god is with you and anybody that comes up against you any spirit any torments, spirits whatever it may be any fit situations that you're facing bill collectors whatever if god be for you who could be against you okay pray about it prayer works until next time, VC family, I love you and remember and remain and stay great, blessed field, and prosperous.